your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Well, barring something unprecedented, and sure, we've had nothing unprecedented over the last two or three years, so what could go wrong? This man is finally going to perform his five concerts at Croke Park. This world without me Is the love I gave her in the past Gonna be enough to last If tomorrow never comes Cause I've lost loved ones in my life Who never knew Tomorrow never comes. Well, the hope is that it will come over the next couple of weekends. And organisers of the five Garth Brooks concerts at Croke Park say the stage was designed specifically for the concert and venue and is being assembled by specialists from the United States, no less. Garth Brooks will kick off the shows this weekend. And for Live 95, our friend Crossy was at the media conference yesterday. Hi, Crossy. How are you doing? Good morning. Great. Do you know what? I have been to plenty of press conferences over the years. This one was really, really strange because when you're brought up to Crow Park, when there's usually a gig on, after the press conference, they're like, come on out and have a look at the pitch, look at the stage, and you get your social media videos and all that. We were escorted in from the car park of Crow Park into a room in Crow Park. We weren't even allowed to go anywhere near the window. The windows were all blacked out. And we were told, don't even try, uh, because this stage, as you said, is purposely built for Garth Brooks. It came from America. There's been a lot of American guys came over. <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of the workers are from Ireland, but it has specifically been designed for these five nights in Crow Park. Wow. By the way, you were probably about six the last time these five concerts were <laughs> moved. <laughs> <were you? laughs> I wish, I wish. Do you remember the crack when all that was happening? Oh. Oh my god! And I think the I think the issue is now is that they I think Crow Park want this as a precedent. They want you know if you look at some of the GA matches, Crow Park doesn't be full sometimes. They're getting five sold out nights. That's you know that's the pubs. That's the you know selling the crisps, selling the hot dogs, and all that. All that money's coming in, so they're looking at this going. Maybe this can be a venue, maybe for Katie Taylor doing boxing and everything bar the GAA. So. They're very nervous. They're very excited. Uh, the press conference was yesterday. I've got some really fantastic facts that they were able to give us about the tickets. So usually when a concert is on, it's usually 45% people from Dublin going to it or people living in Dublin. It's only 15%. Uh, 32% are coming from Ulster, 24% Leinster, 11% Connacht, 16% Munster, and the rest are coming from overseas. There is so many people coming over from overseas to see this man play. And I know a lot of people are going to see more than two nights, which is mad to think that he has so much power. And he, you know, he hasn't been around for years. But look, people love him. People yeah. absolutely love him. OK, stay with us, Crossy. Let's hear from Jim Clark, who is the coordinator of the gigs. Well, in terms of the uh, the, the fans, they're coming from everywhere. Uh, they, over 32% of them are coming from Ulster, 24% from Leinster, 
uh, I think it's 11% from Connaught and about 16% from Munster. Someone will pick up the, the maths. Uh, normally here we would have about 40 to 50% uh, coming to concerts at Croke Park in the Dublin area. In this case, it's, it's around 15% on average. So that, uh, that reinforces the need for people to come early, to plan their journey and to plan their, um, their, their route home. So in terms of the number of people uh, on site, we will have over 2,500 people working uh, during those concerts in security, in provision of bars and uh, other services, uh, crew building and taking apart the stage and putting uh, the grounds back together. So that's uh, a very significant direct input into the Dublin economy. But the whole event is a massive input to the Irish economy and uh, it's not just an economic benefit. These events uh, actually have a very positive impact on uh, the, the, the sort of feel-good factor. The feel-good factor makes people work harder. GDP is up. Um, you know, it, it, there are so many positives that are not obvious uh, from an event like this. Okay, certainly, too, with the positives. This Jim Clark was coordinating the Garth Brooks gigs at Croke Park. And uh, Crossy, they, they're doing these over two weekends. So is it two of them this weekend and then three the following? So, do you know what? Poor Jim there. He's a good salesman, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he is. He's fair play, Jim. Yeah, that's part of the job. Absolutely. So, there's, uh, they're kicking off this weekend, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, there's three this weekend, sorry. Yes, and then there's going to be a break and it's Friday and Saturday. The one thing Jim and the Garda who was there and there was another guy called Brendan who's over it all as well, the one thing they are pushing is you need to check the bus routes or the rail routes, whatever you're coming up transportforireland.ie is the main website to go on. I know there's extra trains, there's extra buses. Uh, The buses will not be able... So if if you're listening right now and you've got a bus load heading up, make sure you go on to transportforireland.ie because there's pickup points, there's drop-off points. They're not going to be beside Croke Park. That area is going to be an exclusion zone. It's going to be out by Glasnevin. It's probably a 15, 20-minute walk. So just make sure you know where you're going or... You, you're telling your friends, right, we're going to meet here, here, or here, because there's a lot of people coming, and it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be busy. And they've also said to make sure your phones are charged, because they said it's something very, very silly, but it has happened, they have noticed, in the last while. The yeah. people, they're coming up on the bus, so they're doing whatever, and their phones aren't charged, and then they can't access their tickets, and there's, you know, commotion and all that sort of stuff. So they're just saying simple things just to kind of keep an eye out on to make it all run very smooth. Well, that's true. But I mean, you are talking to Limerick listeners who will have no difficulty finding Croke Park. We've been there a Absolutely. lot in recent years. <laughs> I'm a mead man myself. There's not that many times, bar the ladies, no, uh, we've no, had a true. visit there a recently. It's been, it's been a while. And there's a next door neighbour of mine who's from Mead, actually, and the poor man, you know, he's getting increasingly crestfallen with every passing All-Ireland Gaelic football season. But there you go. Let's oh. hear from uh, Peter Aiken. Uh, it's Aiken Promotions. Uh, who are partnering with Garth on these concerts. I mean, it's been a long eight years, but it's surreal, you know, that it's happening, but uh, really looking forward to it, you know. A lot of people said he's such a genuine, lovely man. You've been in his company, can you... Yeah, yeah, he, he genuinely is. I mean, I've never had a problem with him. I've had a lot of dealings with him over the past ten years, and, yeah, he's a gentleman, you know. And have you seen any of the shows so far yourself? I've, I've, seen, it, I've seen it a couple of months ago in San Diego, but this is a completely different show. So uh, it's, uh, I think it's going to be pretty spectacular and it's, I think the expectations that people have, he's going to live up to them, you know. 
Amazing. And the buzz around Crow Park this weekend. What it's advice have you got for people that are coming? Well, it's up? just they come early, you know, plan your journey, and they come early, you know, it's, uh, the, the gates are going to open at 5 o'clock, and the sh- there's no support, and the show starts at 7 30. Just give yourself plenty of time to get here. All right, no support. Okay. Um, Crossy, the one thing I would say is there's been such a build up to this. There was so much drama. I, I saw that episode of Reading in the Years only recently on RT that covered this whole controversy when it came up. The expectations for Garth here, these particular concerts especially, they're stratospheric, aren't they? There's a lot of writing on this, okay? We found out yesterday they are recording a documentary of these five nights for Netflix. So it's not just, you know, uh, you know, people coming to it and being very geared up for it. There's a documentary and, you know, Netflix don't seem mess about. They've got big money. So I would say the pressure on Garth to, you know, make the fans enjoy the gig, make the residents feel that they're okay, and then also make the fact that, you know, this documentary is going to go worldwide. And everyone's going to want to know what happened Garth Brooks a couple of years ago. And he finally came back. How did it all happen? It actually is a very interesting story. You know, the fact that, you know, the president of the Grove Park stopped what, a multi-billionaire from playing a couple of gigs in a, in a stadium. When you kind of think of it like that, it's, it's very interesting. I know I was talking to a lady yesterday and she's going to four of the gigs. Like, this is like a mecca. This is, this is what she's been building up for and looking forward to for years and years. I, you know, I think it will. I, I, from what I heard from the background team from Aiken, he is going to set up some fantastic concerts. I'm really looking forward to the stage. The fact that the windows were blacked out means that there's something wild happening on in Crow Park, and we cannot wait to see yeah. it on Friday yeah. when it finally happens. But Crossy, I mean, what made the difference this time where the residents, you know, it's only eight years ago, so many of them are the same, or at least the same families, uh, were happier to allow five concerts this time and weren't... Uh, all those years ago? Do you know, I think there's, there's numerous factors. I think one factor is the fact that we were closed down for two years. I think that has had a, a, a wide, you know, people have kind of gone, wow, you know, it needs a bit of happiness. The economy needs, like what, you heard what Jim said, uh, the GDP is going to go up. You know, a lot of people are staying in hotels. You can't get a hotel in Dublin for love nor money this weekend or next weekend. That means there's you people definitely can't get it for money anyway because any uh, weekend you, know, you can't. Start. I mean, the price uh, of anything in Dublin at the moment is insane. But I, I'm really selling I, my own bedroom at this stage and <laughs> living the wardrobe. <laughs> oh, it's mental. bedroom available. <laughs> Going at a good price. Yeah, yeah. So I think stuff like I think that's when worked out. I think they've had enough time to also talk to the residents and they've set up barriers and all that sort of stuff. I, I know the guard that was talking yesterday said they're going to start from about 10 a.m. every every time it's on to make sure that there's no cars around, to make sure the residents are okay. They, You know, I'm, I'm sure they've been throwing a few tickets as well to come in and see it. Because the buzz around Crow Park, even on All-Ireland Day, as you know yourself, it's fantastic. The locals are brilliant. They add that bit of sparkle. And you can kind of see where they're coming from. You know, if there's if there's fellas and girls coming out and they want to go to the toilet and they're, you know, they're, they're walking down laneways or they're outside your garden or they're having a can... I don't think that the Garth Brooks fans are like that. You know, I think this I think this is going to be a lovely crowd. It's going to be everyone up in the country just having the crack and being happy that you're out to see someone like Garth Brooks that, you know what, you may never see him again because he doesn't tour that much. Yeah. So, and look, I, I think I'm looking forward to it. I'm bringing my mum on Sunday now. And, um, oh, brilliant. I okay. swear to God, she's got the outfit sorted, getting the hair done tomorrow. And isn't that what it's about? It's oh, all yeah. about that sort of, you know, journey 
before you even get to the gig. Yeah. Now myself, I'll be kind of hoping he'll do something that I know, but I think I know about three songs. I could be struggling, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, well, let's hear from Garth Brooks himself, because he was chatting during the summer to our producer, Anne-Marie. Yeah, well, we, we're bringing every camera we can find to come film this thing, every audio truck we can find. So uh, what you do when you do that is they hold seats because they don't want a camera blocking somebody's view, so they never sell that seat. And then once you finally see what the people are doing, the director takes a look and puts the cameras where they're supposed to be, now seats uh, have been held that didn't need to be held. So they're just called production releases. And what I love about it is the ironic thing of all of it is those people that waited forever to get tickets and didn't get them now have a shot to have some of the best seats in the house. I think that's, uh, I think that's a cool thing. Just, just so, feel so lucky and so grateful that we got a chance to get our shows back and the people showed up. Tell us, Garth, would you ever play Limerick? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, our thing is we're trying to figure out what to do after the stadium tour. Everybody keeps going, okay, so you, what are you retiring out? No, I'm not retiring out <laughs> the stadium tour. We're just not going to do, we just won't do a stadium tour. It's, it's for me, the crew is not complaining, but watching these guys work all the time and never getting to see their families, I, I don't want them to, to have to do that. So we'll find smaller gigs uh, to play. And for me, the number's not as important as the sincerity of who's in the crowd. So, yes, uh, answer to anything. We're, we'd love to play anywhere and everywhere, but I can't imagine getting to break Ireland up into small groups and getting to play. That would be a joy. And you've, you've one gig, um, one weekend of gigs in Dublin, then you have another gig. Will you do anything in between that week? Could we persuade you to come visit? <laughs> uh, I tell you what, you're not going to have to persuade me. For one, food drives everything for me. But um, it's kind of like a second honeymoon. Me and the Queen... Um, Miss Sherwood, we're going to uh, just kind of use those two weeks as a as a wonderful kind of um, kind of honeymoon for me and her in, in the country that's known for its love. Uh, this is the perfect uh, way to spend it. That's Garth Brooks, who's chatting to Amory during the summer. And Crossy is still uh, with me, and um, the setup now is into this weekend. And uh, I, I mean, my other half is going to one of them, um, and. Um, she was telling me some story that years and years and years ago um, he was playing a gig somewhere in Ireland and there was a, a housemate of hers who um, couldn't get anyone to go with an extra ticket and she'd never really heard of Garth Brooks and she went oh I don't know I don't know I don't come along and just she, she just thought it was brilliant it was a brilliant concert and she's really really looking forward to it again now and I suspect most families in Limerick and most families around the country will have, have at least crossy somebody going to one of these five gigs. I mean, we're a small enough country. Croke Park is massive, and there are five of these concerts. About 400,000 people will be going to see Garth Brooks this weekend and next weekend. That number for a little small island, to me, is just, no matter who is playing, it's amazing that someone can draw that amount of people. And I would say, from what I've heard, he probably could have done another five. That is the dedication. Really? And the love. Yeah, yeah. I was told that the amount of people that still want tickets to go see Garth that they can get them. And again, that, isn't that just incredible? I mean, that is absolutely... Un- Does he have a connection in any other country in the world like that? That is amazing. I don't think so. And I'll be interested to see what he does for the two weeks he's here. I know he's going to be in Crow Park on Thursday. and There's going to be a press conference with him then. So I will presume either today or tomorrow he lands in Dublin. There's rumours he's staying down in Kerry um, for a while. 
uh, that hasn't been confirmed. I've heard rumours, I can't say what hotel it is, but I've heard rumours that he has booked out a floor in a hotel in Dublin as well. Um, so whether he stays there as well, I don't know. I'd love to see him go out. Wouldn't you love to see him have a pint of Guinness or a big bowl of funeral soup or something like that in some pub around Ireland? It would be fantastic to see. Um, and great for the economy as well. Like the image of people that follow him. And if he goes, you know, if he's in Limerick or if he's in Galway or Waterford and he posts up pictures where he is, should sure doesn't that go everywhere in the world? And, and so, Crossy, I mean, what is your take on his connection with Irish people? What is the story here? Do you know what? I, I, it's in our music, Irish music is quite similar to, you know, country music. And I think we have a grow, we have a passion for music. And I think because we're such a small island, but we shout so loud, I think he gets that connection very much so. Very much so. So, it, I, I, again, it will be interesting to see. Like, if you don't hear from him bar the concerts, there's going to be. I think that's going to be awful. But I don't think we're going to get that. I think from Thursday we are going to get wall to wall. It can be wall to wall, Garth. Of course, it will. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it will. I'm sure. I should listen. Remember the time you know he said I'd get on my knees and I begged the Taoiseach. So pres- uh, uh, presumably, yeah, uh, if Michal Martin's PR people have anything to do with it, he'll have to go in for a little visit, won't he? Oh, show your own government buildings. Oh, I this don't know if we're going to be this able is, for that. This is where oh, you could God. have got on your knees <laughs> to beg to my predecessor, of course. Oh, uh, sure, God. It's mad, it's, listen, mad, it was mad at the time. Like, it reminded me of the whole Saipan thing with Roy Keane in a way, the way the country was gripped by that whole controversy. And now it's great to see them back. And I, I hope that those who go along have just the best best time and uh, he'll, he'll listen it'll, as you said, be wall to wall, Garth. And by the way, when you go now with uh, you were saying you were going with your mum, so, yeah. you know, we'll have to see you and hear you, you know. We love you, Garth! <laughs> oh, stop. Like, I usually, my, my poor mom doesn't know how to use, use her phone, so she thinks she's an influencer every once in a while when I bring her to a concert. <laughs> so I usually film, film watching her watching it, if that makes sense. And it's become a thing now on my Instagram where I bring her, I brought her to Westlife, and God love her, she was rocking from side to side, she was jumping up and down, she was... So, yeah, I think that's what I'll be watching, my mom enjoying the fact that She's at Garth, Garth Brooks and she didn't have to put her hand in her pockets because I got the tickets. So I think she, she's going to be delighted. Brilliant. Listen, you're a great fellow, Crossy. We really appreciate your time. Thanks a no million for telling us all. all about that. Enjoy the concert. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. That's Bye-bye. Crossy for Live 95. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.